welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. My name is Rosh. Wow, what an experiment we've had over the last about year. I, I've not gone back into the archives to see exactly when I started going live with my podcasts, but I think it was about a year. I could be wrong. Maybe it's longer. But the point is, it was a very interesting experiment. It was a necessary experiment, to be honest, because it's important to understand what is working, what is not, what is the next because if you don't, you're going to be left behind. Now, I made a number of improvements in the podcast over the last year in terms of understanding um, how to go about it, maybe in a more modern fashion. I've been an old school podcaster for so long, and I've upgraded my system in terms of delivery. Now, I have to say, when I switched over to another system, some of the systems that allow you to automatically send your podcast out to all these different locations, my my stats actually went down, which was interesting. In, other, in terms of placement, where I was placed in iTunes versus when I was doing this manually. Nonetheless, I want to have a good podcast on the idea of your assets, your social media assets, how you can approach your assets, how I approach my assets as I make more adjustments. It always seems like I'm making adjustments, and I am. That's the point, is that I'm always, if I was doing everything exactly the same, that I was doing it when I first started this show in 2008, well, we would be talking about the, the magic of this new social media called Facebook. <laughs> in, in the revolution of Twitter and in, in this thing called YouTube that we could maybe upload some of our archive videos on. No, that's not that that's not the way it is now. Over 10 years later, it changes. And when something new comes along, it tests. So those of you who may not have been aware that I've been recording a lot, all of my podcasts for quite a while live. Now, this one is not live. I am recording into the computer, and that's it. I'm recording and sharing my thoughts and ideas, and I have a list of thoughts and ideas that I'm sharing with you on my Mac. I use GarageBand and a microphone. So I haven't upgraded that much more, uh, but I am taking the step back to understand that Look, those are two different worlds, and maybe some of you, although nobody has ever said it, when I am, maybe the conversation sometimes can be good, but it's always been one-sided conversation. And I know in a podcast, you want to hear what the other person is saying, and sometimes I repeated their statements, but when I give shout-outs to people, I think I would have been bothered by that. I think I would have been bothered by shouting out people as much as I appreciated them being there. And I'm going to go live on the YouTube channels and other channels. I mean, I'm not stopping live. I'm just separating again my podcast from that live experiment to see if that was the direction I needed to go. 
And of course, if you have suffered through all of my experiments over the last 10, 11 years, thank you for still being here. And I'm sure I've thanked you many times along the way as I continue to make more adjustments and switches. But again, I think you understand why and why we have to keep doing that, because my wins are your wins. My failures are, well, not your failures. You can recognize that failure or something that didn't go right that I report back to you and maybe you can avoid it or test it at a smaller level, which is something we always talk about. Okay, talking about channel building and growing our channels and reassessing our social media assets. And so that's what I'm doing today. The thing is, there are 3.48 billion people on social media, and it's a part of our lives, our daily lives for most people. And that number, I mean, think about it, that's about 45% of the people on the planet Earth. And even more people have cell phones. It's more like 5 billion plus have cell phones. So more and more are coming online. And we will be all connected in some way. And some people, hey, do not care, do not care about social media, do not want to be a part. But that's not the norm. It is the new way. It's kind of like saying once there was a phone in every home, uh, if I'm sure there are some people who said, I don't want a phone in my home, and that's fine. But they missed out on the technology and the ability to connect with people in a better and sometimes more efficient way. So just like I'm not doing my podcast the way I originally did it in 2008, you shouldn't be doing your social media the same way either. And you need to take a moment step back and look at it. Now, I want to talk about some of mine specifically, and I am going to. Let's, let's actually start off with one of the first social media that I started working with, and that is the blog. And yeah, a blog is social media because people can comment to the content creator. People can leave comments on my blog and share, and I can comment back almost in real time if we want to do that underneath the original piece of content, just like you can with YouTube. You can comment underneath, and I can respond back and so forth. And I'm, I'll talk about YouTube a little bit later. However, my blog is still viable, still drives a lot of traffic. So what I've done is for most people, they know my blog from my pricing strategies post. One thing that I did over the last year, six months, kind of planning out how I would update that post from now, because from about 2013, well, 2013 on, when I wrote the first post and saw that it had traction, I did a 2014, 15, all the way through 2019. And then I said, from this point on, I'm just going to update this one post and make it better and better and better. How much should photographers charge? And so I, I'm, I'm continuing that process, and I will continue that process, but I've also identified other blog posts in which I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm taking a look to see which ones have some traction and I'm marking them as cornerstone content, which you can do in WordPress and maybe you can do so in other platforms, but WordPress allows you to mark certain, certain pieces, certain pieces of content as cornerstone, meaning they're really important part of your 
of your blog. And so what I'll do is continue to improve. Some of them are sitting at number six when you search a topic. Well, maybe I can get it to two or three and get more traffic. And the second part I'm doing is I've recommitted to blogging once a week. Now, you know, many of you, that I have gone through many processes, such as blogging every day, which I did until I realized that was a big mistake. Um, a mistake I can talk about another time, uh, but it really just has to do with not providing good quality work, which kind of, you know, when you have to continuously crank stuff out, you can find yourself with poor quality work and not be not really going anywhere, which is the concept why I'm focusing on the cornerstone pieces. And I have about seven. I think I need about 20. So I'll continue to expand on that and develop what it is I need to continuously work on, find new topics that I think photographers and biz related to business want. But what I'm also doing, because as many of you know, I switched my main channel to the Business of Photography channel. Why? That is where my audience is. And if I look at my other channels where I've tried to go mainstream, my audience even there were photographers. That's just my audience. I'm a photographer. I'm in marketing. And, and I know, know the two worlds and can communicate both languages well. That is where my audience is. Does that not mean I don't continue the mainstream areas of my, my efforts? Of course not. Of course not. I have some good successes in those areas. But my audience is in the business of photography. So I have my business of photography channel. And some of those key elements, I just got done by kind of symbolizing that move, doing 31 videos in 31 days in the month of May. If you've not seen it, head on over there. It's YouTube, Rosh Siller's Photographer. I, I think I'm going to have a shortened URL for that too. Like if you go to my main marketing YouTube channel, it's you just go to rosh.video, put that in the URL, it'll take you there. And I have one for my photography business channel. However, it's price.photography. And that will take you there, but it's not really appropriate anymore because it's expanded beyond pricing for photographers. Yes, that's still a topic, an important topic, part of the channel. But it's more about the business of photography, even marketing and, and focusing on growing your photography business. And I, I'm really getting into it now because I feel like I have this broader area and, you know, one of the things that a lot of people find themselves facing when doing any of these channels and creating a channel is the fact that burnout is real. We're not in burnout happens when you feel like you're just not getting where you want to go with the effort you're putting in. And you just, you know, you just like, man, is this ever going to work? And I think you have to just take in the mindset that you're going to just do it over this period of time, whether it may be a year, I would say a year, and then reevaluate after a year. If you're not getting anywhere within a year, then maybe look for a new area. And I do that all the time. For me, a lot of times it's a couple years, but I've, I've, I've changed courses in less time. But you have to reevaluate. You have to continuously reevaluate if what you're doing works. So for me, with the blogs, I will have this these cornerstone pieces of work, which I, some are already there, which are and are successful in driving traffic, but I can drive even more traffic and focus on these 10 to 20 pieces and make them better, longer, 
more in-depth and authority. And then I can take my videos on the photography channel and I can convert many of them into blog posts that will help support overall the that channel as well as those those pillar cornerstone posts. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'll just have one a week. So I'll have the podcast there and I'll have one blog post with a video in most cases. And I've done variations of this before, but right now I think I'm, I'm in a good place for this system. Will this all change again? Of course it will. Of course it will. It's always changing and adjusting for, you know, making, making adjustments. There may be some new platform that will take a lot of my time. It's not there right now. I, I, have, I know what I'm going to be doing pretty much for sure through the end of the year. And it's this, in this way. The podcast is on its own again. I am not recording live. The YouTube channels are still highly important. But rather than the Rosh.video, it's now the photography channel, which is my main one. Although it has just under 1,000 uh, subscribers. The other one has 1,500. I know that the the less than a thousand subscriber channel will grow faster and is where my audience is. So that's why. So that was the adjustment there is just understanding where the audience is. And I knew it was there. That's why I created it a year and a half ago. I just wasn't ready for it. And sometimes we are not ready for those changes. So take the time to look at where those changes might need to occur when you're reassessing your assets your social media assets. Because one of the things you can do is just look at your analytics if you really don't know what is working. If, and discover what your goal is. I mean, a lot of, most, most marketers, 90% of brands use social media to increase their brand awareness. In other words, because I use social media, more people know my brand, my name. And that can turn into a citation somewhere, which is helpful for social media, which goes into my, my search engine optimization approach. See, it all works together. Every action, you know, it all works together with each step. But the I'll do that for awareness. Did I say, remember, we have four areas. Awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. Social media can play a part in all of those but for brands, it's mostly awareness, although we know it can drive traffic, but not as well as it used to. Improve conversions, yes, because as people know your name or under awareness, it's easier to buy from you. And retention, people continuously knowing your name. And that's true for all of us. But if your idea for latching on to Facebook and starting a Facebook business page was to drive traffic to your website and you're looking into your Google Analytics and you do not see any traffic at all from Facebook, then it's not doing its job and you need to reevaluate it. Now, I think we're getting actually a little more love from Facebook and the pages. It was down 2-3% of every post. You have 1,000 likes, you put a post up, maybe 20 people will see it. Now, some do better, some worse. Recently, it's been 60 to 80 for me. Six, so that'd be six eight percent, which one of the latest articles that I read said that the average is about eight percent. So that's I'm average on that, but I don't use Facebook religiously because I, really, at least the pages, got turned off by it a long time ago, 
and in what they're doing there. Now, I still believe in my individual account where I have friends and family make those connections. That's social media, but it's not business related. And I have my Facebook group and, you know, I, I see the value and I'm involved in other Facebook groups and I see the value of those. But the pages is they're just saying we're open for business and that's really about it. Now, stories, Instagram, that's huge. I will continue to improve upon that. That is an area that I know well, but certainly um, haven't been focusing on because, again, of my focus on the channel building areas. But I that has been growing for a lot of people. I have two Instagram accounts, my personal whatever the heck I want to do with it account, and then my focused my focused food account, which is is early in the game, not very old at all, and is growing is growing. I'm just not being consistent there. And so that's what I have to do. If you want to do well in any one of these platforms, you just have to be consistent. So I am getting the results that are expected for not being consistent. There's growth and there are people connecting with me, but the fast-paced growth is certainly not there because I'm not being consistent. Ultimately, why I do all this is because I want to grow my businesses, my photography business, as well as the digital side of what I do. And it all plays together, as I mentioned. And more information that is out there, the more that you can do to focus on how you can grow. Again, you need to step back and look at what you have been doing. And I know there are many of you who listen to this show who are doing exactly what you were doing even, you know, five, six years ago. And if you started just three years ago, and haven't changed anything during that time, then you need to take a moment and look at what you were doing and see what needs to be changed from three years ago. There's always change in the photography business. And I really get into a lot of that in the videos that I created over the last month. It, just talking about the fact that, look, you know, a lot of people are really upset because of social media. And because of the, the photographs that are available everywhere and then the fact that a lot of times we're facing really inexpensive photography as our competition. And as you know, as I've said and will continue to say, as I dig deeper on this podcast, competition is irrelevant. Competition is irrelevant. You need to use the social media mentality of finding your audience. Find the people who want you. Not a photographer who want you as a photographer. Is it easy? No. It's as easy as developing a huge social media platform, you know. It's as easy as becoming a star on Instagram. It's as easy as becoming a big influencer on YouTube. It is not easy. But you can certainly do it in your community. And you can certainly dominate your area of expertise within your community and be the go-to person. And chances are there can only be a few of you. You know, there, there are probably a few wedding photographers that are the go-to people. Doesn't mean you can't be that person, but you're going to have to take it a step further and, and separate yourself and make yourself that person in a way that the others are not. In other words, you have to compete against yourself. You have to understand what they're doing and compete against yourself. Take the social media mentality. So the, the evaluation 
you know, of your social media, the process goes to the overall look of your company, looking at your business as a photographer and understanding that you have to use those rules, be consistent and continuously compete against yourself and know that it takes time. So what are your social media assets? And which channel are you going to focus on building? Get the traction you need. That's what this podcast is about. And that's my request of you over this next week until the next podcast. What are you doing to one, understand what is working in your social media? Two, identifying the channel, your channel, where your community is and who is your community. Understanding the persona and the target. And what are you doing to improve? And what adjustments are you making? That's what you have to do when you're reassessing your assets. Your social media are assets. You have to understand each one of these platforms is an asset for you. How are you making that a stronger asset? And which ones? And which ones will benefit you most? And let go of the ones that are not. I mean, honestly, there are some social media platforms or some activities that you have been doing that are doing you no good. Identify them. I'm noticing as I step back that this is a much different style of podcasting than what I've been doing for the last li year live. And I think that those of you who've not heard the podcasts of old, a lot of times I, I like to bring in a lot of news. And when I have, when I'm live, it's harder for me to bring in the news because I can't pause. I can't just pause the podcast, grab the information, kind of, oh yeah, I want to mention that, and then move on uh, and, and talk about it. It's, it's really interesting. I, I'm, I'm seeing and I think I enjoy this difference. Let me know. Do you like this type of a podcast? Or or in this case, seems a little preachy probably. Um, and, I, and that's not what I meant, mean to do. I'm generally you know, looking for information to share with you and, and sharing the concepts that I develop. And again, that's where some of my playgrounds are, like the, the, the Rosh.video is really just a playground channel for me to develop the concepts that I share with you on this, on this podcast as well as the uh, photography YouTube channel and the blog. If, you think, if, if we ultimately have the three areas, video, audio, and written text, the ones that work together are, of course, RoshSillers.com and then the podcast, which is located there, and then the videos at Rosh Sillers Photographer, which is on YouTube. So th those are the three, and they all work together. Everything else is is either a distribution channel, such as YouTube, or another type of a side project, such as the uh, Rosh.video, and, of course, my thetubeblog.com, which is where I talk about YouTube and starting my new podcast over there. If you care about YouTube and growing a YouTube channel, you, thetubeblog.com is where you can find it and you should see that coming up. Now, I am producing that one through Anchor. Why? Because I'm testing out something new. Now, I've used Anchor since it really came out, since it was a totally different platform where it was really people talking back and forth. You would produce, um, you you would do your podcast, you make statements, and people would respond back, and it'd be like a almost like a radio show, but in pieces, and 
And that that was really interesting. And and they're bringing, I think, some of that back in some ways, getting back to their roots. But it's become a full-fledged podcasting platform. And so that's where I'm experimenting with that. And I'll certainly bring you the results of that experiment, too. And if you, I want to hear your thoughts. You know, let me know at roshsillers.com in the comments if you have a moment. Let me know if you like the experience of me just focusing on the podcast or did you like the live? Was that something that you enjoyed? Even if you didn't watch it live, was that an experience that you thought maybe there's more inactivity? Maybe I was less preachy? <laughs> maybe it was it was a, just a better experience? I, I don't know. You know, just that stream of consciousness because you have to understand these 25 minutes that we're in now i've stopped and started a few times and in some cases we even back up and say oh no i don't like the way i said that i don't do that often it really has to be super bad (laughs) for for me to do that but I, i have that luxury where when i'm doing it live i don't so i just have to go through the fumbles and mistakes and actually just as i did that i i started coughing so i i was able to pull that out so I want to know what you, what you think. And those of you who have not, uh, please head on over to iTunes and rate this show because I think it's really important to share your thoughts about the show. And I will be more than happy to share with others your your thoughts, even, even if they're negative. Let me know about what you think and how I can improve the podcast as we are in our 11th year. And being in our 11th year, we have not had anybody review the podcast. I have a lot of reviews there. We haven't had anybody review for a couple of years, so I really do want some folks to get on over there to iTunes or wherever you listen to this show and leave a review to let other people know about the Creative Marketing Podcast, a podcast in which we also talk about the photography business because my mission, as it is on the YouTube channel, it is here, and I think also on the blog, is to help you grow your photography business or your creative business. Many of you our creatives that use photography, but many of the same principles are at play here. And and also, as I support you to grow your business, my other mission is, of course, to improve the photography industry. And if we can just do that a little bit at a time and keep it as strong as it can possibly be, despite the fact that we have our ups and downs and we're always being disrupted, and believe me, Photography has always been disrupted. It continues to become easier and easier, but that has always been the case since the beginning of photography. That has never, ever changed. And that's why you have to change along with it. If you think, I I said this in one of the videos, something to this effect, that, you know, there are people who quit photography when we started going to digital because they couldn't handle the change. And then some people were very smug, you know, a few years later they were in started pretty much with the digital age and wondered why, you know, these people quit, you know, what's, what's the big deal or, you know, they couldn't handle the change, but I'm with it. But since then a lot has changed in photography and now they're complaining about all the change. Look, if you want to be a successful photographer, You have to understand understand there's change. And you're going to hear me say this again and again. There's always change. You must always experiment. You can't be the photographer today that you are tomorrow. If you are, you will also be left behind. And I don't want that to happen. I want us to have a wonderful photography career. And I'm here to support you. Looking forward to talking with you in the next podcast. You have a great week.